Welcome to Filed Under, a podcast about everything and nothing by a girl from everywhere and nowhere. Hey, I'm Jade. I'm the girl from everywhere and nowhere. And this week, I want to talk about Beanie Babies. Hi, friends. So this week, I've been thinking, not just this week, but I've been thinking lately about Beanie Babies. And I know that most of you are like, that is the most random thing to be thinking about. And I want you to hear me out. So over on TikTok, there's been this trending thing about um, people asking their male partners how often they think about the Roman Empire (laughs) and how the answer is surprisingly more than people ever thought about, you know, like how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Like, I've, I don't know if this is just like a man thing or whatever, but um, it's been a cool little trend. I think it's done now, but it's most definitely done by the time you hear this. But like people going up to their male partners and asking them, so like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And these guys would just say every day or something like that. And they were like completely off guard. And it's totally surprising. So my caveat to that is, like, I grew up in the Midwest, and it was the epicenter of the Beanie Baby craze. And so my question is, like, how many houses in the Midwest have Beanie Babies? Or not even just the Midwest, how many houses still have Beanie Babies in them? This goes through my brain every once in a while, but it's more often because I just watched on Apple TV, there's a movie called The Beanie Bubble. And if you don't have Apple TV, I would find a friend who does. And if you do have Apple TV, I definitely recommend watching this. Especially if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner. Um, it's a very I found it very inspiring from that perspective. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the movie. So there's going to be some spoilers. But They're not spoilers that you can't just find by Googling the Thai Corporation and finding some stuff out. Since I've watched the movie, I've been thinking about it. And I really, I've been wanting to write um, an email for my email subscribers, for my business about it. And I'm getting there. But I wanted to record this too. And my dad and stepmom are actually coming to visit. And so we've been texting and I just randomly asked like, Hey, do you have any, do you have any beanie babies in the house? And my stepmom replied, yeah. And I said, cool. Can you, can you bring two along? Like I'm working on this piece about beanie babies and digital marketing. And she's like, do you have any requests for them? I said, no, just, just bring whatever. And So that's what got my question of like, how many houses still have Beanie Babies in them? And if you want to, in the comments of this podcast, if you want to answer, that would be cool. Or if you want to send me an email, let me know. Like, let's let's start a friendship over Beanie Babies, like 20 years after they're cool. (laughs) So if you don't know what Beanie Babies are, so Ty made stuffed animals. And so Beanie Babies were the miniature version of the big stuffed animal so kids could take them along to school in their backpack or to like gymnastics or wherever they needed to go like these. These were stuffed animals that could fit in a backpack and travel 
instead of taking a giant stuffed animal along to school or a day trip or whatever. So that's essentially how Beanie Babies got started. If you don't know what Beanie Babies are, I don't know if you should keep listening to this. (laughs) And so I remember that not exactly knowing what they were, I think because when they came out, I was, I think I was like in high school. I mean, maybe like a freshman in high school, I think. But I remember becoming aware of them at one of my brother's hockey tournaments that I that I had to go along to. And I remember these ladies were so pumped because whatever town we were in had a store that had Beanie Babies and that store had the Beanie Babies that our town did not have. They were just so excited. And then more women went to that store. More hockey moms went to that store the next day to get more Beanie Babies. And I think like from that hockey tournament, that store was like sold out of Beanie Babies. And so we had no idea. And in our town, we had a flower shop that was selling them. And then we had like an independently owned Hallmark store that was also selling them, which I didn't remember until I watched the Beanie Bubble movie that Ty only wholesaled out to independent businesses, which, yes, great concept. And snaps to that. (laughs) And we came back from the hockey tournament and I think it was my brother who was more into Beanie Babies than I was. And whatever was going on in that hockey locker room with the Beanie Babies, he like told my grandma and my grandma became one of, became one of the Beanie Baby ladies. And I think it was because she had just recently retired and was like looking for something to do or whatever. But she became like one of the Beanie Baby ladies. She would go to the flower shop and she would go to the card store and she would look and and see like my like me and my brother had like ones that we we wanted or whatever. And so she would get them. And so that was in the that was in the beginning stages of the Beanie Babies. Again, according to the movie and like research on the little bit of research that I've done is that the Midwest was the epicenter for all of the Beanie Baby shenanigans. So then there's this woman in Chicago, in the Chicago suburbs. This I learned this from the movie, but I remember seeing these things in like Barnes & Noble and stuff. But there's this woman in the Chicago suburbs and she starts creating a list. She starts creating a list of like which Beanie Babies are rare you know, based off of like the poem on their tag or like some kind of stitching or whatever. Like she comes up with this list and she decides like these are the most sought after beanies because there are not that many of them or whatever. Like I don't I don't exactly know her criteria, but anyway, I know she creates this list and then the list turns into like a magazine, which is essentially like the foundation to what some collectible magazines are now. Like if you look at a bookstore at the collectible stuff, they're they're more like books than a magazine and they're like $25 or whatever. 
you you know what I'm talking about, right? They're they're thicker than a magazine. They're more booky. So anyway, she creates this. And I remember my grandma finding that book and then the list. And then it was a mission to get the beanies from this woman's book or list for us to help pay for me and my brother's college fund. And it got crazy. Like my grandma did not go full out crazy, but I remember it being on the news and like adults, specifically women going bananas for these beanies. And it wasn't even essentially so their kid had it because if you if you know your internet history, shortly after the Beanie Babies came out, this other website called eBay surfaced. And I remember the beanies being attainable. Like I remember with my $10 allowance, if I were to go shopping with my grandma, I remember I could buy at least one beanie. Um, So they must have been what, like six or seven dollars or something. And then eBay, people were, were selling them for hundreds, right? And it just that whole the whole beanie baby thing and the reason that I'm I'm writing a um, an email to my to my email subscribers is that the beanie babies were essentially the foundation of digital marketing <laughs> that as we know it today like all of the digital marketing methods and stuff that we know today is because of beanie babies now hear me out on it. Because at the Thai Corporation, they had a assistant or an intern. I don't, I don't exactly remember what she was, but she was taking college classes in computer programming and they were learning how to build websites. And she had gone to the CEO of Thai and was like, hey, like, can I, can I do this? Like, we're learning this in school. Like, can I build us? A website and he was like sure so essentially like the Thai corporation was one of the first businesses to have a business website and now every business has a website and a lot of individual people also have a website so that was like the foundation stuffed animals is the foundation of essentially e-commerce right so She's like building this website and then like the Beanie Babies start coming out and she starts creating these these stories on the website about these Beanie Babies. And this is also the time when there's dial-up internet. And you know, you have to hear that like the dial-up. So people are like, you have to wait to get on. And so she is like building out these stories for these Beanie Babies and the site crashes because people are so crazy about the beanies. And she's like, that's the foundation. That's like what we're doing for digital marketing right now, right? Is we're like telling stories or that's most of the foundation of digital marketing is the storytelling aspect that came from making up stories about stuffed animals, I know, like, your minds are blown right now. Like, you're just like, wow, Jade, I didn't even know. And yes, 
I kind of knew, but I did not 100% know until I watched this movie. So that's why I'm saying if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, whatever, this is a movie to watch. It's entertaining and it's like educational on digital marketing, internet history. So anyways, the website is up and going. These Beanie Babies are coming out and adults are fighting over them. They're wait. Adults are like waiting at these stores for the truck deliveries to come. And then they're like mobbing the truck delivery people <laughs> to get, get their hands on it. Ty has to like paint over the boxes so people don't know that it's that there's Beanie Babies inside of the boxes. Like the world is going crazy over stuffed animals because like certain stores are only wholesaling certain ones So these, they're not going all over the place. Like they are not like, you can't go to the, like in our city, for example, like the flower shop and the card shop where these were sold, like some had overlap, but some of them had different beanies. So it was like whatever the the manager or the store owner was ordering. So not every region or area had the same stuff so these people are going crazy buying the beanies and then they're reselling them on this newly formed site called ebay they're creating a secondary market for stuff all based off of this one woman's book (laughs) it's like the craziest most inspiring story to me as an entrepreneur because it's like You can literally do whatever you want. (laughs) The company was not telling you that like they were, yes, their marketing was saying like that this was a rare or I don't know, like their marketing from coming from the company, the sales stuff was definitely like before it's time. Like the intern assistant, she was definitely ahead of her time. And she is like one of the pioneers of digital marketing. I have to look her name up just so because I want to call her by her name. Maya Kumar is essentially one of the pioneers of digital marketing. And she's the one who was a student at DePaul in like tech and all of that. So she she's the visionary person who saw beyond what was currently happening. Like she saw like what she could do with statistics and stuff. And she was really good at sales. And that is the story of the movie that is so inspiring to me. There's like three separate stories happening, but she's like the most inspiring to me, obviously from like that, that digital marketing mindset of, of using data from all of these other sites to, to make sales happen. And It's also crazy that modern day digital marketing and e-commerce, the foundation of it is a stuffed animal, right? I mean, it's crazy. And then also in the movie, it goes into all of these big corporations who wanted to do like a collab with Beanie Babies um, and how so many of them got turned down except McDonald's. And the only reason that according to the movie... And the only reason that the, the McDonald's collaboration went through is because the CEO liked McDonald's. And 
I remember the McDonald's teeny beanie, the teeny beanie adventure. And I really should have had my grandma on for this part of, for this part of the episode. Um, because it was a Saturday that her and I and my brother, there were three McDonald's near our town. Two were across town from each other. And then there was one in the mall. And I remember that Saturday, she picked us up early and we went to every McDonald's like three or four times ordering Happy Meals to try and get all the Beanie Babies. (laughs) Now, the movie goes into it too, but there was like eight or 12 teeny beanies and it was supposed to last for eight or 12 weeks. And they all sold out in like a weekend. And I remember that because we would drive around and we would go to to the McDonald's and we would sit and eat. We would sit and get our Happy Meal and we would wait until those beanies ran out to order another Happy Meal for the next beanie. So like what was happening is that instead of telling people that that we whatever that first beanie was had sold out and they were going to stop putting beanies and happy meals they went to the next week's beanie and i don't know that mcdonald's does that with their happy meal toys anymore i'm sure that was a learning experience for them as well but um so we would wait and then i remember sitting there and my grandma started talking to this other woman who was doing the same thing that we were And she had said, like, she had just said, like, what she had got, which beanie she had got at the McDonald's across town. And my grandma shoved us so fast in that car. And we drove so fast across town to get that next beanie. (laughs) Because people were not ordering Happy Meals fast enough at the McDonald's we were at. (laughs) And we drove, like, it was all day. We drove so many times in between those three McDonald's to get all 12 Beanie Babies and we got them all in one day and I remember my dad and my grandpa being so happy because they had so much McDonald's food to eat but at that point I was definitely like in older in high school and I just remember recognizing that what people will do for physical things And, like, I had never experienced, like, a Black Friday shenanigans up until that point. You know, like, how in the old days people would, in the old days, right, in the 1900s, people would line up before dawn, the day after Thanksgiving, to get that special deal on that TV that was only for, like, three hours. You know, back in the 1900s, that was the way people did things. And that day in the 1900s, it was what grown adults would do for teeny beanies and Happy Meal toys. And also, I remember my brother was in the backseat and he like went to like rip one open. My grandma was like, you can't open it. So not only were we going around to all these different McDonald's, like, we couldn't play with the toys <laughs> because they were like for our college fund. <laughs> yeah. uh, the good old days, right, of the 1900s and the Beanie Babies. 
And also another memory that's like coming up is the when Princess Diana died and the Princess Diana bear. Right. Do you remember that? Um, the purple bear with the white rose. And I remember that coming out. And then I remember the peace bear for Jerry Garcia. And my grandma could only find one peace bear. And it was a big deal if if you found these, like specifically in our little town. And so she found one peace bear and she found two Princess Diana bears. And me and my brother each got a Princess Diana bear, but we couldn't like we couldn't touch it. It was like put in like I don't even know where it was put, but it was put somewhere where we couldn't do, touch it because it was like to pay for our college. And I don't even know like how much were these bears. The regular Beanie Babies were like less than $10, right? So I'm assuming how much was an original Princess Diana bear? Was it like 12 or was it that $10? But we couldn't touch it. And I remember it being on the news and people looking for it and then like how much they were going for on eBay. Cause that like, that was the first time, you know, secondhand sales things made national news was when the Princess Diana Bear came out. But I'm Googling it now just to see like, is this still a thing? And how much was it really to begin with? And um, currently on Etsy, there are a few Princess Diana Bears um, for 35k and for 50k and then there's another article uh, from the reader's digest that says because you know how google gives you all of the suggested things and here's a suggested article from the reader's digest how much is the princess diana beanie worth the princess diana beanie value case in point on ebay you can find a princess beanie baby listed for six hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars half a million dollars for a stuffed animal. And now there's another article that it wants me to read. And it says, um, okay, so you the Reader's Digest one was like 665000 so like over half a million. And one just sold in April of 2022 for $250. It was released in October of 1997 in case you wanted some straight up facts. So yeah. Beanie Babies are the foundation of modern-day digital marketing. Who knew? Those were the years, right? The 1900s, the Beanie Baby craze, the driving around McDonald's to try and get all 12 of them. And now I know you're wondering, where are Jade's Beanie Babies? I have no idea. (laughs) I'm wondering if some of them are at my dad's house since... They said that they still had some and they're going to bring me a couple. So I'll have a couple with me, maybe, who knows. But they're probably in a box somewhere because me and my brother had each had our own box. We each had our own tote of them. And I have no idea where they are. They're probably like in one of my family members' attics. They're probably all melted together. They're probably like, the beanies are probably melted from the Midwest heat. <laughs> Maybe that'll make them worth half a million dollars. <laughs> but this has been fun. This has been a fun little reminiscence down memory lane about fun times with, with my grandma and the beanies. And 
how not only are the Beanie Babies the foundation of, of modern day digital marketing for everyone, but they're like my foundation for digital marketing. <laughs> Who even knew? I didn't even know that until I watched this movie. And again, if you're looking for a movie recommendation, I do recommend the Beanie Baby movie on Apple TV. And again, if you don't have Apple TV, find a friend who does. Hang out. Watch it. It's very, it's very good. It's called The Beanie Bubble. It's not The Beanie Baby movie. But I'm sure if you Google The Beanie Baby movie, The Beanie Bubble will come up. It's really entertaining. I'm going to watch it again. But... This has been fun. Do you have any beanies in your house? Thank you for tuning in. If you made it to the end of this, props to you. Um, I'm sure I have unlocked some Beanie Baby memories in your long-term memory bank. You know, way back in the 1900s. But I am going to file this one under the Beanie Baby Foundation. Thank you all for tuning in. And we'll talk soon.